Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm fantastic, buddy. Thank you for joining me today in the studio. Oh, well, hey, my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> I didn't invite you. You just showed up. Right, well, you know. And I thought, hey, since you're here, yeah, why don't we do another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting? And that's what we're doing. All right, so so you picked this topic today, so I'm just going to be quiet and oh, uh, let you talk. Really? <laughs> and we had a pretty extensive discussion before we started. Yeah? Yeah. A couple hours long. Uh, we didn't quite that long. Okay. Good five minutes. Okay. About what? About the topic. Which is what? The value of setting an appointment. Slash. Well, the other one's yours. So you want to share <laughs> well, that said, one, John? The way this came about is you said, we could talk about how to set more appointments. And I said, hey, that's a great one. And then you wrote down on your note sheet the value of an appointment. Right. And I'm well, like, I thought we were going to talk about how to set more. Well, I think before we talk about how to do more, we need to talk about why why you want, you want to. to do more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Well, uh, should we get to some current events now? Yeah, absolutely. Or? This is the time. All right. So uh, Jason Harris, he has several titles in his name uh, from LinkedIn, but he posts this picture that is a banner hanging in a dealership. And it, to be specific, it is Humberview Chevrolet Buick GMC. Now, I don't know where they are, but uh, the name is Humberview. And I, I doubt there's more than one. Probably not. So it, it says on this banner hanging in the showroom, it says, you have 60 seconds to leave this dealership in big, bold letters. I'm like, okay, now that's eye-catching right there. Yeah. I got to get the rest of this message. So there's some smaller print under And you better it. read quick because your time's ticking. <laughs> right. It says, if you are not greeted by someone wearing a smile within the next 60 seconds... You should leave. We don't deserve your business. I'm like, wow. that's a little risky. That's a little strong. It's edgy. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. What do you think? I like it. I mean, this, uh, I, I, I kind of dig it. Yeah. I don't know that I'd hang it in my dealership. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I, I'm not hating on him for doing it. I mean, it's almost like if I'm the customer and I, I don't read the whole thing, I just looked over, you have 60 seconds to leave. Oh, <laughs> uh, what the hell's their yeah. problem? Is there something going on I need to right. know about? And there, and there's, a, there's an old-timey uh, clock with the bells on top. You know, the kind you'd like see strapped to the bomb in a movie. Yeah, it ring. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, maybe a little edgy there. All right. Uh, interesting, though. Yeah. I kind of like it, Jason. Good stuff. Uh, what else you got? Ken Graham, dealer operations manager. I don't know where. Uh, says, uh, the greatest leader is not necessarily the one who does the greatest things. He's the one who gets the people to do the greatest things. And that's pretty cool. It kind of reminds me of like, uh, who was it? Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. You know, somebody said, uh, if I'm the smartest guy in the room, I'm going to be failing miserably. Right. I need to find another room. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Man. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> read it again. Maybe you just the, basically the greatest leader is not the guy who gets all the great things done. It's the guy who motivates the people to do great things. Right, right. Like Which that. is a core element of leadership. Yeah, right. I mean, I, you know, I've said it before. The, imagine the things we can accomplish if we don't care who gets the credit. Right, but we're not talking about credit. We're talking about function. Yeah. So, I mean, I think 
a great leader also provides the example. Yeah. Right. That I'm I'm working hard. Yeah. Not I'm sitting in my office going, hey you, go do this. Yeah, and you I don't go get do that, that picture painted. I, all right. That's what I said. Read it again. Because maybe uh, <laughs> it gave off a little bit of a connotation of, you know. Yeah, maybe he could have used a better word. Like great what, things, He says but, the one that gets the people to do things. Well, maybe you don't get them to do things. You inspire them yeah, to do things. Right. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Could have had a better choice of words. But, you know, in his yeah, defense, he, he didn't come up with this. He's <laughs> quoting someone else. But anyway, uh, we're going to talk about appointment setting today, Ray. Yeah, and uh, that's what the, I hear. the very first thing that we're going to talk about is why the hell, if I'm a salesman, do I need an appointment coming in? Right. Why are what people is- hassling me about how many appointments do I have? Jeez, get off my back, man! I'm going to go stand on the point. Well, we know an appointed customer. What you say as a salesman is, I don't know what kind of advertising have you done. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dealer. You say that on your last day there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At my other dealership I worked at, they had billboards and ran ads. Right. What have you done? You put put an ad in the newspaper? Where are my leads? (laughs) Absolutely. Where where are the Glengarry leads? (laughs) I want the good list. So, yeah, the value of setting an appointment, we have seen the statistics of uh, an appointed customer is 50% more likely to buy than an unappointed customer. So you've increased your odds of making a sale by 50% just by having that person in front of you on an appointment. I agree. And, and yeah, I mean, they, you have typically a more engaged customer, right. a customer that's closer to buying yeah. uh, than you know a fresh lead, yeah. no matter what, which way that lead gets to you, an appointment is is more likely to buy than a fresh lead. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's a commitment. It's the first commitment of many that will be required of that person, of that customer, that potential client. And, you know, let's get the commitment ball rolling. Right. I mean, and, and also it's a designated time that they have already made an agreement that we are going to go through the sales process right now. Right? I mean, it's not, uh, oh, I just stopped by here on my way to... You yeah, know, I'm at lunch. Right. Or, oh, i got to go pick my daughter up from school. Yeah, I only have 10 minutes and I want to see these three cars and yeah, see the numbers on them. <laughs> yeah, give me some numbers. Right. I'll take them home. All right, so yeah, I think that's simple enough. The value of an appointment is you're more likely to close a deal. Yeah. And if you don't see that, well, you know, uh, listen to more of our podcasts. Yeah. Enjoy selling four cars a month. <laughs> Good luck. If you don't believe that, I guess your family isn't very fond of food. <laughs> All right. It's, it's a little extreme. But. All right. So so now that we've established it is a, a benefit to the salesperson to have appointments, well, how many do you think they ought to aim to have a day? A uh, minimum of two. Okay. See, I, I kind of work the math backwards here. I think... You know, I need, like, when I was selling cars, I just went through this whole, you know, just like we do at the BDC or, or you know, the sales process. It's baby steps. You just break down the math. I knew that if I wanted to sell one car a day, I had to speak with, face-to-face, five people a day. Right. Because I knew I was going to have a certain amount of test drives, a certain amount of write-ups, and a certain amount of closed deals. Sure. 
So I just knew every day when I came in, I got to find a way to have five people in front of me today. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's difficult for a salesperson to have five appointments. Yeah. I mean, that would be great. You don't have to go catch any ups, you know, the people come to you. Yeah. Well, and, and we know the national average on appointments is a 50% show rate. Right. Right. So, so you have if you to have, have two, ten. you're going to have one solid, right. Right. You know, great if two show up. And, and if you wanted to have five people to talk to, you'd have to have ten set up. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, like we say, there's two, more than one way to, to get the deal done is we could increase our show rate. Yeah. You know, maybe somebody has really solid appointments. They have eight out of ten show instead of five out of ten. Well, and I think it goes to what we've talked about many times, training. You give a, a rookie salesperson an uh, internet lead or a phone up and you have no training, no you know phone skills, no you know guiding, selling the value of an appointment, then, yeah, they're more likely than not going to be like, okay, well, here's all the information. Anything else I can do for you? Right. Uh, you know, well, my name's Bill. Don't forget to ask for me if you do decide to come in. <laughs> Which always turns into the guy's been there three hours and he's in the write-up. And uh, Bill says, hey, that's my guy. Right. That's the exact What's car. his name? <laughs> he sees that car getting pulled around in detail. Sure. And runs to the tower. That's my customer. I talked to him yesterday. Yeah. Sorry, well, buddy. Right. Welcome to the Here, car business. Here's the script. Yeah. You might wanna... Good luck. <laughs> hey, thanks for bringing that guy in. Or, or better yet, the, the Bill goes and gets the keys to that car and puts them in his desk drawer. Right. You know, so. And then <laughs> no, people are running guy, he's not, he, he doesn't know how to do that. <laughs> you got to be a rookie to realize you need to hide the car back in the. Uh, you got to not lot. be a rookie. Right. You said you got to be a rookie to know to do that. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. you got to be a veteran uh, to know that. I don't know that. That's what I said. All right. Well, uh, we'll find out next Tuesday. The, the, the data is inconclusive. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, sir. So, it is. Yes. Let me reiterate. A veteran knows to do that. Right. Only he should not. Yes. We do not endorse that behavior. <laughs> and we can neither confirm nor deny that we have ever done that. Ever. Uh, so, yeah. How do we get more appointments? What are a couple of ways? All right. I'm asking you. Oh, I'm sorry. How do we get more appointments, Ray? Well, we got to talk to people. Okay. Right? So whether we got, we're... You got to have people to call, people right. to work. Right. All right. So if we're if we're reaching out to people that is on a list because it was provided by some data analytics group or they just happen to be an orphan customer or somebody who called into the dealership... Shoot, if I, I tell rookies, fight for the phone. Yeah. Right? I mean, you want people who are calling the dealership. They are well down the funnel of interest in the potential of buying a car. I agree, man. It was, you know, I ran a, a team that took all the internet leads and phone-ups. And those phone-ups were gold, man. Oh, gosh. I mean, God, we were closing like 35% of them. It was crazy. Um Okay. And I, I think it's, it's, again, in that funnel scenario, an internet lead versus a phone-up, I think a phone-up's a lot closer to pulling trigger yeah. than that, that internet lead. I mean, yeah, people I just agree. start, when they're at the very beginning of their, of their search, will start 
putting in those. Well, what's the most common question we get in the phone up is, is that vehicle still there? Right. You know, it's like I'm coming down this afternoon or I'm going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. I just want to make sure it's still there before I come. Yeah, absolutely. That's like, I don't know, 70% of the calls you get are, is the vehicle still there? Is the vehicle still there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, so I think what we're saying is keep the pipeline full, whether you're working a list, a orphan customer list or a manufacturer supplied, you know, likely to be in the market list. Yep. I mean, obviously those are very low return, but, uh, you know, surely you have some old lead, like you've said before, if you've been in the car business for longer than two days, you have people to call. Yeah. Right. So yeah, internet leads, phone ups, what previous customers, previous, uh, people that did not buy. Yeah. So we have a plethora of people to call, but yeah, it's keeping that pipeline full and staying engaged with those clients. Another way is once you get those people on the phone, have something effective and motivational to say. Yeah. You know, have a value for them to come to the dealership. Right. Unless we can ex- unless we can provide greater value than the cost of the appointment, right? And that's a conversation I have regularly in training is is there a cost to an appointment for, right. for the client? Obviously. Yeah, there is, right? There's a cost of time, there's a cost of inconvenience, there's a, you know, I mean, there there are issues involved, there are things that it's going to require of me that are quote-unquote costs. Well, like you said, I mean, it's you're making a sale. You're selling the customer on the idea of coming to the dealership. Right. And again, you know, it's it's... A, a sale is a series of micro closes, right? Yeah. You close them on coming in. You close them on taking a test drive. You close them on looking at figures. Yeah. And then you close them on going to F and I and signing up. Right. On buying the vehicle. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I think that's a big one right there is the effectiveness of our script or of our message that we're giving to the client. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things. I mean, how is it going to benefit the client to have an appointment? Well, it's going to save them time. We're going to be prepared. We're going to have the correct manager involved and, and aware and ready to greet them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a streamlined, much smoother, quicker process for the customer. And don't undervalue the time issue. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, as different, you know, data collection kind of uh, survey companies have asked customers what is the what was the worst part of buying your car and and by far time is at the very top of the list yeah everybody thinks it's price right no it's time right yeah i was there all day it took forever and so if you can really provide that value of listen here this is going to save you a lot of time by doing it this way right i think that's a huge reason for somebody to to engage in an appointment. Right. And if you're a salesperson, you don't want that guy showing up while you're out on a test drive. Now right. you got a half deal. Right. You know, that could be the eight pounder that was going to make your month. Yeah. Yeah. And now you got to give half of it away because you were out on a test drive on a hundred dollar mini. Right. Because he just showed up when right. he decided to show yeah. up. Yeah. We've all heard of the thousand dollar hamburger, right? right? You go out for lunch for 15 minutes. You're just going to go grab a burger and come right back. Well, your guy shows up, and, and and that salesman that you can't stand is showing him a vehicle now. Right. <laughs> Why so, does yeah, it got to be the guy you can't stand? Uh, it's because that's who it usually is, right? <laughs> it's not the, your buddy that you're like, ah, oh, no problem, man. We'll split it. And you, <laughs> you throw me one. We'll split that one. No, it's got to be the guy who's 
chuckling as he's getting keys to show your customer a vehicle. Yeah. Giving the old the old winky eye. The winky. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, so we agree it's valuable. We agree it's important to keep the pipeline full. It's important to do the legwork. Make the phone calls. I mean, that's another way you can increase. Here's the deal about selling cars. doesn't matter if you suck at it or you're great at it. The way that you increase the number of units you sell are either talk to more people or get better at closing the ones you have. Right. It's the same thing on setting appointments. If you suck at getting people to set an appointment with you, well, you need to talk to a lot more people. Right. Or right. you can train and get better at closing people on coming in for an appointment. Right. And there's yeah. all, you should not be at a loss for people to talk to. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, every dealership has tens of thousands of people in their database, more likely than not. And all those people, I mean, I tell rookie sales people all the time, every person on the road, from my perspective, every person on the road, if they could afford it and it made sense to them, would drive something newer and nicer than what they're currently in. Well, so who isn't your potential client, right? I mean, if you really have that mentality of every person you talk to, if they drive a vehicle, they would prefer to be in something newer and nicer. And your only goal is really to make it affordable to them and make it make sense to them. Right, yeah. And, and if you can accomplish those goals, you got a car deal. Right. Well, in an ideal world, I think the BDC, the BDC manager or the sales manager is going to periodically pull those orphan client lists or those you know, kind of lost what we call, right? you know, the people that haven't been reached out, you know, they were a hot prospect 60 days ago, but nobody's talked to them in 45 days. Yeah. You know, pull those lists and do that filtering in such a way that, you know, you're not pulling 2000 names and you're going to get two deals out right. of it. You know, pull the hot 100 and give that to a couple of salespeople. Yeah. Um, but if you're in a dealership as a salesman and don't have that type of leadership or that engagement, I'm sure you can do it on your CRM on your own. Yeah, you can. You know? Pull your own list. Go look at people that, you know, the salesman just got fired last week. Well, yep. let me call his customers, right? I mean, obviously, you know, the management engagement, you don't want to step on anybody's toes. No. They could have already assigned them somewhere. But I promise you, I've never met a sales manager that that's going to... They may give you a hard time, but they're not going to turn down when you bring them a write-up sheet on a car deal. Right. They're not going to turn it away. Well, and knowing the revolving door of most dealerships, there are thousands of clients in the database that have some sales guy's name associated with them that hasn't been there in years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, you don't have to, you can filter out all the ones who are assigned to somebody who's currently on staff and still have a, a bunch to work with. Yeah. I'll tell you another great list to pull from are upcoming service appointments. Yeah. Great right? idea. I mean, you can call on a, somebody who has an appointment to come in and service their car tomorrow. You'll have all the information you need on their vehicle and say, hey, I just want to reach out to you and, you know, been assigned to your account. I see you're coming in for service tomorrow. Your vehicle is one that I know my manager would love to get for our pre-owned lot. I don't know if you've considered trading, but if you had ever, now would be the ideal time for you. Yeah, or another way to say that is, you know, we're in dire need of vehicles equipped just like yours. We have had customers ask for them and right. we're out, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, I think 
that's a beautiful appointment because they're going to show. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're coming, coming in for in. service. And people are a lot more likely to show for their service appointment <laughs> yeah. than they are for their, their sales appointment. Right. Our, yeah. our show rate is over 90% for service. And we could do another episode on how to handle that appointment once it gets there. But, you know, if we do have this service thing, we got to give those guys the VIP treatment. Let's be out there in the service lane at their appointed time. Right. You know, uh, greet them, hand them off to the service lane to, to do their service part. But hey, you know, get get them engaged. Go get them a cup of coffee. Right. Get them out there on the lot looking at the vehicles. They're going to be there for an hour anyway. Right. So. If we're lucky, it's only an hour. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, another way I think we have to create um, some type of event or urgency or uniqueness of opportunity, right? So when we're on the phone with those people, it can't just be, uh, you know, aside from the service department right. where they're coming in anyway. But if we're calling up from these lists or your, you know, your currently working prospect list, yeah, um, let's have a unique opportunity to coming in tomorrow or later today. Yeah, it can't just be, you know, hey, I haven't talked to you in a week. You think you can get by this time? Right. You know, hey, are you ready to come down and take a look yet? No, it's got to be the rebates have never been better. The banks have never given lower interest rates. Yeah. You know, we're getting everybody approved. Hey, yeah. I, the trade values are through the roof. Right now, because of our need in our pre-owned lot, we're going to the high end, if not well above market value on vehicles just like yours. Right? So it, this would be a great time. I don't know how much longer we're going to be doing this, but right now, I know they're putting a lot of money into trades. Absolutely. All right. So uh, we've talked about who to call. We've talked about the importance of picking up the phone and making those calls. Right. We've talked about the value of an appointment to both the customer and to the salesperson. We've talked about script and messaging. And we've talked about creating that unique and urgent opportunity. Right. I think that pretty much sums up the, the value of an appointment and how to get more of them. Yes, and it's not exclusive to the card industry. Amen. I think any sales position, appointments are going to be your bread and butter, right? I mean, the more people you can reach out to, the more opportunities you're going to have to set a unique time, a specific time and day for them to agree to sit down with you to discuss the potential of them purchasing what you're selling. Yeah, and not to mention... We know in any business, in any sales funnel, you got to talk to X to get to the next step, to right. get to the next step, to get a closed deal. Yeah. We know a certain percentage in each step along that path are going to drop out. Yeah. So the more you have at the beginning, right. the more you're going to have at the end. Yeah. Uh, so the key is, why wait for somebody to come to you? Yeah. Why just go out cold calling? You know, if we can have a few prospects that are further along in that funnel then yeah you're, you're better off they're, yeah. they're better opportunities you're maximizing your time amen yep. amen great way to say it all right well ray uh thank you for joining me and i want to thank our listeners for joining us for another episode of saturday morning sales meeting absolutely we appreciate it we hope you'll listen again to learn more about John and Ray, visit our website, SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com.
where you can also listen to additional episodes or read articles we've written. Or email us directly, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. We'd love to hear show ideas, comments, feedback. What about dealers and sales managers, Ray? If you're a dealer or manager who would like more information on our sales training, BDC training, new hire training, or process evaluation and improvement, simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. And don't forget about the total dealership assessment, Ray. That's where we come in, evaluate the sales process, look at the lead flow. I mean, if you've got leads that you're not handling properly, we can help. And we can help both on the variable and fixed operation sides of the dealership. Right. And these are immediate action items that you can put in place tomorrow to sell more cars or write more ROs. Right. Simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. That's info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com.